Thank you for choosing Miniaturist of Baptist Church podcast. We hope you benefit from this message. If you'd like to learn more about Miniaturist of Baptist Church, please visit our website at miniaturistachurch.org. So I'd like you to take your Bible and turn to the book of Joshua. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, fifth book of the Bible. We're going to look at a few Bible passages here. Our main Bible passage is Joshua 5, 13, verse 13 till uh, chapter 6, verse 5. But turn, if you will, to Joshua chapter 1. We'll start there. And we're going to read the first nine verses of Joshua chapter 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the great sea on to the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Great, great, great Bible verses. Turn over to uh, chapter 5. And uh, after they cross the Jericho and get ready to get into the promised land, I thought this verse was just kind of interesting. And verse 10, 5 verse 10. On the evening of the 14th day of the month, while camped at Gilgal on the plains of Jericho, the Israelites celebrated the Passover. The day after the Passover, that very day, they ate some of the produce of the land. Unleavened bread and roasted grain. The manna stopped the day after. When they got into the promised land, they were able to eat of the promised land. And the manna that they had been receiving from the Lord for 40 years, talk about getting bored of something to eat. Finally, it says the manna stopped the day after they ate this food from the land. There was no longer any manna for the Israelites. But that year they ate the produce of Canaan. I just thought that was a, that was a good verse. Maybe you're going through some hard times. You're in a, you're in the wilderness maybe. Now the Lord will bring you out on the other side. He will be with you. 
And then our text, Joshua chapter 5, verse 13. Now, when Joshua was near Jericho, so they crossed the Jordan River. That's a miraculous event. They're at the bottom, basically, of the town of Jericho. Joshua is near Jericho. He looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied. But as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, What message does my Lord have for his servant? The commander of the Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy. And Joshua did so. And then these are the words from the Lord. Now uh, Jericho was tightly shut up because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. So Jericho watches the Israelites cross the Jordan River, watches them camp on their fields, and uh, they're a little bit nervous about this group of people, a very large group of people by this time, basically on their property. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands. Joshua is probably saying, Wait a second, I don't see anything. He says, Along with its king and its fighting men, march around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have all the people give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the people will go up every man straight in. That is the reading of God's word. If you have a bulletin on the back side, this is what I wrote. Moses is dead. God has appointed Joshua as the new leader. The wilderness wanderings are over. It's time to settle into the promised land, the promised land that was promised all those years back. They miraculously crossed the Jordan River, set up a memorial, and before them is the great city of Jericho. The Lord's promise to Joshua was, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. For the Lord, for I, the Lord your God, will be with you. Joshua 1, 6 through 9. Now, some similarities to our current situation. And the first one is this. Pastor John is... Gone. Well, he's, he's going. He's not dead, okay? Moses was dead. Pastor John is not dead yet, but uh, Pastor John is gone. And in your bulletin it says he'll get his name on the plaque. I think everybody has seen the plaque. This is the plaque. This plaque was given at our 50th anniversary. Well, that was, that, that, that's 100, 114 years ago. I think this plaque was given. That's what it says back here. I know! That is, that is, this is going to become a problem, I think. But my name will be on the plaque. Uh, and I've pastored here for 11, uh, 11 years and two months. And No, I, I don't have it down that, that far. But uh, 
I am moving on. Like the Israelites setting up a memorial after they crossed the Jordan River, the church will put my name on the plaque of pastors. I'm the 15th pastor of our 164-year-old church. There's a number of interim pastors in there as well. Pastor Henneman was here 36 years. Heineman. Do you, you remember him? How many remember Pastor Heineman? Okay. <laughs> yeah. 36 years, Pastor Heineman. The founding pastor, Pastor John Went, was here for 22 years. Anybody remember him? I have a funny feeling you remember this guy, Pastor Unruh. How many know Pastor Unruh? Yeah. Pastor Unruh was here for 18 years. And a couple of us have been here 11, 12 years. The rest averaged five years, which is interesting. Something to think about. After Moses died, God appointed Joshua. After I'm gone... The church will begin the process of looking for a new senior pastor. In the meantime, point number two, Will Hope will be the interim pastor. At least we'll hope he will be. <laughs> Come on. It's, it's, already, it's already too old. The, the, the joke's too old. Yeah, I know. Meet and greet. We're going to have a meet and greet with Pastor Will Hope, February 23rd and 26th. Also in the newsletter, I'm going to write, have a write-up about him. Will Hope will be similar to Joshua in that he will help you get ready to find a new senior pastor. He is involved in a ministry called Intentional Interim pastors, intentional interim pastors. It's something that's relatively new, and I'm glad we are going with this organization because he will intentionally help prepare you to find the next man that in God's sovereignty he has already prepared to be your next pastor. I'm going to read that again because I think that's really important for us to understand. We'll hope will intentionally help prepare you to find the next man that in God's sovereignty he has already prepared to be your next pastor. Just like God promised the promised land to the Israelites, God has promised our church here a new beginning in a similar way. But it's a conditional promise because the promised land given by the Lord to the Israelites was conditional. There was a condition on it, and that brings us to point number three. And that condition was that they were to stay obedient to God's Word. Stay obedient to God's Word. Take your Bible and turn to the uh, Deuteronomy, right, right toward the end of Deuteronomy, just the book before Joshua. And... Chapter 30 and verse 11. And this is what the Lord says. Now what I am commanding you today is not too difficult for you or beyond your reach. It is not up in heaven so that you will have to ask who will ascend into heaven to get it and proclaim it to us so we may obey it. Nor it is, is it beyond the sea 
so that you have to ask who will cross the sea to get it and proclaim it to us so that we may obey it. No, the word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart so that you may obey it. See, I set before you today life and prosperity, death and destruction. For I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways and to keep His commands, decrees, and laws. Then you will live and increase, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. But, there's a condition, if your heart turns away and you are not obedient, and if you are drawn away to bow down to other gods and worship them, I declare to you this day that you will certainly be destroyed. You will not live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. This day I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live and that you may love the Lord your God, listen to his voice, and hold fast to him. For the Lord is your life, and he will give you many years in the land he swore to give your fathers Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In our text, God reminds Joshua of the absolute necessity of obedience to the book. That verse that we read, this book of the law, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. In this case, obedience equals blessing. Obedience equals blessing. In this interim stage, take to heart the teachings of Will Hope. Maybe do some homework in God's Word and through prayer and fasting and seek to discover what the Bible says is the role of a pastor, what the Bible says is the role of a congregation, what the Bible says is, to, is the role of your leadership, and as our theme says, pray hard and dream big. Now, this whole thing might be overwhelming to you. And you might say, we'll never, we'll never have another Pastor John. And some of you might say, we better find exactly the opposite of Pastor John. You are in a similar boat as the Israelites, really. And so our next point, verse, uh, 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 point number four, don't be afraid of your Jericho. Don't be afraid of your Jericho. The city of Jericho, they crossed the Jordan River miraculously. They're in the plains of Jericho. The city of Jericho loomed like a mountain in the distance. Jericho has probably a 4,000 year history. It's probably one of the oldest cities in the Bible. It's protected by its famous walls. It's protected by its famous walls. I read this past week, 30 feet wide, 30 feet tall, super, super well fortified. Fortified. Joshua must have thought, this is our first battle? Come on, Lord, really? Why don't you give us, a, why don't you give us something little to start off with? 
But he says, no, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the big one, Jericho. But you know what I was thinking about this week? The Bible is full of Jerichos. The Bible is full of Jerichos. Moses at the Red Sea, the Israelites behind him. The Red Sea, he's got to, he's got to part it. David facing Goliath. Gideon and the Midianites. Joseph in prison. Daniel in the lion's den. Jesus in the garden. Maybe this church's Jericho is the daunting task of finding your next senior pastor. Or maybe it's, it's way more personal for you than that. Maybe, you know, you're saying, hey, we've had 15 senior pastors and 15 interim pastors. We'll find another one. That's not going to be that big a deal. I trust the Lord. So maybe your Jericho is not, is not that, but it's more personal. Maybe the Jericho before you is some kind of an addiction. Maybe it's an illness. Maybe it's a broken relationship. Maybe it's wayward kids. You know, I don't know. All of us at different times have a Jericho. And maybe some of you raised your hand today because you're going through a Jericho. You see this humongous thing before you and you're wondering, my goodness, Lord, how am I going to get through that? Or maybe you're in it right now and you're saying, Lord, I don't hear you. I don't see you. I don't know. Do you have a Jericho before you? The Israelites certainly did. They had the promise, but then they cross the river and it's wonderful and everybody's excited and then all of a sudden they look up and they're <laughs> this giant Jericho with these humongous walls. I was reading a commentary this week and one of them said that the Israelites were scared and one of them said the people in Jericho were scared. So let's just say both of them are scared, all right? The people of Israel are thinking, this is, this is, this is the first city in the promised land. And the people in Jericho are looking down and saying, wow, that's a lot of people out there. But hey, we got our walls. So it was just kind of interesting that two commentaries had two different opinions on that subject. But remember, as the Israelites climbed the little mountain before they got to the city, and as you climb the mountain, whatever it might be, to your Jericho, point number five, the Lord will be with you all the way. That's a great point. And it said that a number of times in our opening passage there. Joshua, I'll be with you. I'll be with you. No matter the intensity of your battle, the Lord is with you. And sometimes I know in the midst of the battle, it's just sometimes kind of hard to see God. You know, it's, it, it, it's kind of hard to hear God. So we just got to go back to what we already know. In the midst of the battle, we already know that God will be with us all the way. The Lord wants the Israelites with Jericho in the background to be obedient and dependent. And if they will, in their case, he's going to do something absolutely crazy. You know, he, he, you don't conquer the city of Jericho by walking around it. All right? I mean, that, it's just unheard of. And so the Lord 
even though he's with them, is going to ask them to do something absolutely crazy. Did you catch that? Now Jericho was tightly shut up because of the Israelites. No one went in and no one went out. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands. And Joshua said, Wait a second, I, I don't see that. Along with its kings and its fighting men, march around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. All right, that's really strange. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. All right, that's strange. Where, what about the swords and the arrows? On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests sounding uh, the, the trumpets, blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have all the people give a loud shout. All right, that's, that's, even, that's really strange too. You think that's going to do anything? Then the wall of the city will collapse and the people will go up, every man straight in. And so Joshua did it. Joshua says, okay, I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to be dependent. And I think that's a good couple of words for our church here. We are going to be obedient and we are going to be dependent. I have no doubt the Lord will ask MBC, Minnesota Baptist Church, to be obedient and dependent and wait upon him to do his miraculous work. And when he does, point number six, when he does, there it goes, <laughs> blank will be your next pastor. When he does, blank will be your next pastor. What do you think his first name is going to be? Bob? George? Now you, could put, you could put a name in there if you want to. And what I am going to encourage you is pray hard and dream big for that blank. Pray hard and dream big for that blank. And you can even put a name in there if you want to. And maybe you could put that name of the person that you think is going to be the blank uh, on your refrigerator. Or maybe you just put a blank on your refrigerator and that's the person that you're going to begin to pray for. I love this little part in the passage. What message does the Lord have for his servant? The commander of the Lord's army replied, Take off your sandals for the place where you are standing is holy. You know what, folks? This is a holy place. This is a holy place. And I love it. And Joshua did so. The person Joshua encountered was a heavenly being. Some people think Jesus was a heavenly being whose presence was a sign that God was going to fight the battle for them. And he did. And he did. And you know the song. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. And all together, and the walls came tumbling down. Let's bow our heads for prayer. Lord, uh, Jericho can look scary, but you remind Joshua to be strong and courageous and don't be afraid. Lord, some of us could have a Jericho that looks pretty scary.
And you're reminding us the same thing. Be strong and courageous and don't be afraid. And the reason we can be strong and courageous and not afraid is because the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Boy, that's a good promise. Especially when we're facing a Jericho. And maybe, Lord, for some, the idea of finding a senior pastor is going to be difficult and, and daunting and, and it's going to be hard and it's going to be sad in some ways. Lord, I'm, I'm glad to be able to pray, pray that promise as well, that the Lord, your God, will be with this church as it remains obedient and dependent. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. We don't know who the next senior pastor is, will be, but you do. You've, you've been nurturing him and maybe his family. You've been, you've been preparing him, uh, maybe in school or maybe at another church. And, uh, and Lord, those are all exciting things to think about. Understanding that you will be with us wherever we go. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Minnetrista Baptist Church is a community of Christ followers who value preaching and teaching scripture, biblical obedience, community, prayer, and evangelism. If you'd like to learn more about Minnetrista Baptist Church, please visit our website at minnetristachurch.org and come by for a Sunday morning service. We'd love to meet you.